In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I'm Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. We have the Women Tell All Golden Bachelor Edition. A heartfelt, I want to get your opinion, but inspiring the words, tearjerker. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, again, they, they said this about themselves. So it is it's funny. to like, Yeah, but I agree. How did you feel about last night's episode or tonight's episode or whatever? We're, we taped these before. First of all, when I turned it on and it was the women tell all I for, I'd forgotten right. that it was going to be the women tell all. And so I immediately was like, yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. the women tell all like I'm excited for this. I did forget. Also, I, that's funny you say that because I did. It got like it had the preamble and then it was like, and welcome to the Dome of the Undateables. I was like, oh, shit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then one thing I don't know about you, I'm, I'm assuming. So for the women tell all or men tell all episodes or I am never expecting tears ever oh, for yeah. me. No, I'm ex- no, no. I'm expecting like gasps and like, holy shit. And like right. she looks great or he looks great. I'm never expecting to cry, and this episode had me in shambles. Yeah, I, I to jump ahead a little bit, the the Ellen on the couch. I Come mean, Jesse's crying, Susan's crying, I'm crying, the crowd is crying, the day the Dome of the Undateables are crying. It it was. Um, I mean. I'd have to say, if you weren't crying there, like, I don't know, like, maybe it's time to talk Seek to someone. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> get, get like a, you know, prick yourself, see if you're alive. I don't know. It was, um, it was unbelievable. And it was also, like, uber, uber relatable. Like, I think that was the big yeah. kind of word for me where it was, like, relatable city. Like, all of these people were speaking from a place of, like, looking for someone, wanting someone. I mentioned this on the recap that the schedule's out of whack. I, uh, on the recap that comes after this for the Bachelor in Paradise, we, you know, it, it came yeah. up a little bit about Gary. When we did the interview um, with Gary um, earlier this week, and if you haven't listened to it, uh, go back, listen to the interview with Gary. It was just such a fun talk. He's such a good guy, like easy talk, easy to. There was nothing off the it's tape. It's really crazy. <laughs> it, 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 well, that kind of comes up just about how he's a unicorn. Like, I don't know how we find 20 of him for the Golden Bachelorette if and when that happens. But he uh-huh. was like, there was one part where he was like, I just, I was like, what are you doing for dinner? And the idea that he was, he he literally said, "I'm gonna put on some walking shoes and go to Central Park." And I was like, "Okay, what are you doing for yeah, dinner? Yeah, what are you eating? Yeah, like." And he's like, oh, "I might get a hot dog off a cart." And I was like, 
oh, this dude is looking for someone to he he wants a companion like he wants mm -hmm. like if if it wasn't if he was with someone, it would have been I don't know. Where are we going to go? We're going to get the bite to eat. Yeah. Maybe walk to the park like it, it was this thing of like, I need someone else to like go through this space of life with. And that was kind of something the women were all kind of hitting on as well a little bit. You know, it's interesting going back because we talked about it in that last episode, but thinking about it now again, it's a lot more sad than I had originally thought it was. At first it was like, I'm going to go get a hot dog in a park. And I was, I made the joke. I'm like, he needs a woman to make a reservation, right. like to like, let me guide this through. But now it's more of like, yeah, you're right. It's more of just like, yeah, let's go figure it out. Find somewhere cool. It's it's interesting and fun and adventurous when you're with someone else, just to like find a random restaurant or get a hot dog off a cart and walk through Central Park. But when you're alone, I'm literally thinking about it right now and I'm sad. <laughs> you didn't make it sad, but you're right. It is like I know, but, but I mean <laughs> but thinking about it again, I'm like, right. maybe I am sad. <laughs> and I just, you know, something we gotta give ourselves credit for in the beginning of the season, like there were naysayers. There were people that thought this whole season was going to be sad. You know, there, I think there's, I think this, again, the naysayers are probably the same for every season of The Bachelor. They're like, oh, who would do this yeah. to themselves? Who would go on this show? Who would embarrass themselves? I think, like, I heard them a little bit more because I was like, I, 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 I think they sounded more miserable to say this about women of this age. You'd mm -hmm. be like, who would go on this? Who would, whatever, you know, look how they, you know, they were, they were just mean comments. The mean comments felt meaner. I got to say, we yeah. got to give ourselves credit. We said from the beginning, this is going to be a happy story. This is going to be their mm -hmm. 80 for Brady. This is going to be their adventure. They're going to get something out of this that they never expected. And we were right. Every woman on this dais was like, oh, my God. Like, I have a new hope. This guy, get you know, they gave Gary a lot of credit. But I think, like, I mean, the credit is to the process. The credit is to them to leave yeah. the house and go and do something that is so different and outside of their thing. Like, they deserve credit, I mean, but it, it, it ended up being a happy story, which I think we called it. We said that. We did say that from the beginning, and uh, I am proud of us for right. for, you know, calling it out. And also, I think we kind of felt protective of them mm -hmm. because um not i'm not saying we are older at all but we are still single and old and and older than most people that are single right whatever well, you know I like I, well there's you know in bachelor nation if you're if you're 30 year old you know like yeah. at, at before this show you know so to speak like when when we would have to listen to twenty five year olds say oh my god i i've had i haven't had a boyfriend in five years you'd be like Oh, you haven't had a boyfriend since you've been twenty. Okay, cool. You know, like it, it, it becomes since before tough you were to allowed to drink. Right. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had a boyfriend since, you know, since junior high school. You're like, okay, you know, you don't really feel for them. This was, you know, the again relatability. Like we do relate to people in their sixties and seventies in a way that probably mm -hmm. more so than Joe Abs, who's twenty seven and saying he's ready to get married. I know. I agree. And even even just going back to the women and have them having a new uh, confidence to them. I mean, just even from the beginning when 
you know, the cameras came out and they started introducing all the women and they just light, they, they lit up. And they all had, they all had their, I think they planned it out. I think they planned out what they were going to do when their name was called. Their hellos, the one woman who wore the, she didn't say anything, but she was the one that came in the sweatsuit, the first, the, the Chicago oh, yeah, Bears yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a peace sign to the side. I think she might have, yeah, with the tongue out and she could barely get the <laughs> tongue out. And you were like, I was like, did her Gen Z grandkid tell her that's what you do? It was so right. awkward and hilarious. Yeah, they all had different hellos. They were doing the little, the heart, the hand hearts, right. and then like the blowing the kisses. I think, I truly think they all thought through it before their name was called. They're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Right. But just seeing them have, I don't, I mean, think about it. When you're that age, like when was the last time you had an audience cheer for you? Right. <laughs> and there's stars. Stars. When when my parents post a Facebook picture, my dad goes, "How many likes did it get?" My mom goes, "A hundred. He's like, "Oh my god, she's viral!" Oh yeah, you know, like, that's viral, right? <laughs> so like the idea, like now you're like, you are legitimate, you know, Bachelor Nation stars. You know, some more than others, but like you're on that stage, you're getting cheered for. Like they're eating it up. It was great. Yeah, I loved every second of it. I loved it. And I'm excited, and I was expecting more drama, but then at the get, then again, there wasn't really that much drama to begin with on this season at all. Not at all. There's one thing we'll get to it. Um, Gary, even when I interviewed him and brought up the Teresa and Kathy thing, he's like, you know, finding out Gary's a mediator really like illuminated a lot for me. Um, but yeah. he. You know, he even squashed. He's like, if that were he, he's like, he was like, if I was involved in that, it would have been done in two seconds. We wouldn't even have had a scene. You know, like, and you're like, okay, you know, so please, let's get to the episode. All right, so grab your tissues. This wasn't your typical tell-all. Everyone is inspired, hopeful, and wiping their tears. So, what did you name the episode? So I had two names. One is you know more wide than the others. Um, I had our queens have been crowned. It did feel like a crowning coronation moment. It felt like the queens have been, we have put them on a pedestal of inspiration and hope. It was great. I also Mm -hmm. had Susan and the Suzettes. Obsessed. Susan felt like the house mother, and we kind of, we had guessed that. We kind of saw, I mean, not that that was, it was pretty obvious, but the way Susan was really kind of the, the straw that stirs the drink, so to speak, it showed. Um, she was the episode. Yeah, she was the entire episode. She uh, chimed in when all of the other women were speaking. She was the one that was like hyping everybody up mm-hmm. or defending or... I love Susan. I was not expecting to love Susan this much, but she is an icon She's beloved. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you don't make her the next, the golden bachelorette. Like I... I I, I kind of want to see her in that role. I I'm or may you know I I guess you know you, you just made a face, which I kind of agree with now that I think about it. I I don't know if I care about her finding love as much as I care about watching her with friends. I, you know, I guess that's maybe yes. You know, maybe maybe see I I hear you on like definitely with her story and her personality. She makes a very good uh, next batch golden bachelorette. But at the same time, she's more 
a character type role. Right. She's the friend in the, the sitcom. Best friend, friend, just like yeah. you said. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And that that kind of is there to lead it on. Not trying to say that she doesn't deserve to find right. love because and be the next bat, golden bachelorette. But I think. I'd rather see her as a host or like a cameo coming back, you know, right. it, like a Caitlin Bristow. She hosts a challenge or a yeah, whatever. You're convincing me. I you're right. You're right. But everybody loves her. I, I, I don't know everybody how interesting her. she would be as a lead. You know, like you do need that kind of you need a little negativity in your lead. You know, you can't just be all flowers yeah. and meatballs. Um, what did you name the episode? I named it The Real Housewives of Bachelor Mansion. I'm, we're coming off of BravoCon. We're um, also, when it panned out and like oh, showed them all together sitting, I'm like, I got really excited thinking, oh, this is going to be, you know, Real Housewives reunion type right. thing. That's what I had in my head. Obviously, it is not that. But I got excited for that kind of (laughs) catty kind of energy. Just looking. It had the look. If you just looked at them, it had it had the I was like, where's Andy Cohen? Right. I need Andy Cohen, not Jesse Palmer. (laughs) What did you think of Jesse this episode? What did what did you think? I thought he was real this episode. I totally agree. I thought he was great. I was a big I, I thought he showed true care for them as people like it, yes. it, it was um I don't know if he doesn't show that I don't want to say he doesn't show that for the other bachelor contestants but this was like he had a real he had he had the you know the kid gloves on but like the grand he had the mom gloves on you know like you could tell yeah. he's a good son you could tell he cares about his family it just it, it kind of like oozed off of him I thought he was really great he took the patience with everyone he asked Faith, he was like, are you ready to see him? She goes, I don't know. Is he coming out right now? And he's like, it's okay. Like, are you ready? We can. It felt like he was like, we can wait right. if you want. You know, it, he, it was very protective. And then also when he cried, at first I was like, please. <laughs> I was like, Jesse is. I was know, crying like, too. So I couldn't. Bl- I, I kind of felt better about myself. Like, I think I, like it made me feel. It, it, it kind of gave me permission, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I but I saw him like you know wipe the corners of his eyes, and I'm like, okay. But then I saw the big tear straight down his face, and I I gasped. Right. I was like, oh my god, he really is crying. <laughs> this is. And then I started the waterworks happened. It gave me permission as well. Right. I mean, I was already crying a little bit, but then I felt even more. You know, I, I'm not even sure if this is a real thing. It's coming. It's popping to my head now, but like. Some some presidents are good wartime presidents and some presidents are good peacetime presidents like, you know, like are bet- more suited yeah. for peacetime than wartime and vice versa. Jesse mm-hmm. feels more suited for peacetime like he he's, yes. feels more suited for this show somehow. And it made me kind of want more of him and Gary from the season. Like I kind of wished he was more involved. I, I don't know. I was. I was definitely like I've all I've always liked him like as a host. I I just it, it, he did seem to like this episode. And yeah, the crying was real. Like it wasn't. It was. It yeah, was. I mean, there was right. a fat tear coming straight from his eye, and I, I was sh- shaking. Right. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? 
I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business what I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level I know we use Shopify here at Betches and honestly anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. So we, we come into the uh, the women tell all. They all look incredible. They all look more, you know, it's funny. Like they do look different than you, when you said they look like the real housewives from a wide angle. I was like, wow, this is not rent the runway. This is Filene's. Like this is department store. Oh, yeah. This is uh, mm-hmm. this is Bloomingdale's. This is Nordstrom. Neiman's, Nordstrom's. The, yeah. This is not, uh, you know, Revolve bandage dress. No, this was, it has a different, and it, it, like it was clothes that they owned already, not that they bought for this. Like it just felt like, no. Very lived in, so to speak. Prom style, right. almost. I, I loved it. <laughs> so we go back to the beginning of the journey. They show us all the women in the house. And, um, the, you know, they basically the whole, the whole theme of tonight is here's a new perspective on what's, you know, what it's like to be single in your 60s and 70s and, you know, this mm-hmm. next phase of life, so to speak. And then we get to Kathy and Teresa. I, what did you think of Kathy? First of all, Kathy looked fantastic. I gotta say, um, she she, did. she had a glow up. I thought um, 
more than the others. Um, what did you think of her explanation of it and how she did, um, how she kind of like talked about the drama? Because it was the only drama. Yeah, I don't know. She never really apologized at all. Right. Actually, she didn't. No. no. She straight up didn't apologize, which is, I mean, fine, I guess. We always talk about, like, if you're going to do it, own it. Right. It's She's who you are. But there was never an apology. She said the things that people who, you know, she said, I'm a straight shooter, which is what assholes say. You know, like, which was, you know, like, and, and I say asshole in, like, people who, you know, like, I know a lot of assholes who call themselves straight shooters. And I'm friends yeah. with them. So, like... I'm not saying it in like I'm just like she did the response. She you know she did the response that moms do where she instead of apologizing it's enough already. It's over. She kind of did that. Yes. She you know Teresa exactly isn't even there up. and she speaks for her. So she speaks for her 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 sparring partner, you know, like, like, and we all just accept it because it was just such a mom, like, it's over, enough, we're done, zip it. Zip it. Teresa's fine. <laughs> she would say the same. We're good. Like, that was the whole explanation. That's exactly right because she, um, she goes like, Teresa, I think Teresa knows right. that I didn't mean it. And I was like, does she? Right. And then I'm waiting for a, I reached out to Teresa no. after the show or I, <laughs> nope, there wasn't any of that. You're totally right. She was like, that it's in the past. We're over it. Luckily, she had Susan backing her up right. and being like, that's not Kathy, which softened it up a little bit. Totally agree. I Susan, think Susan did really her helped. a favor. Susan is yeah. our trustworthy captain. Susan and the Suzettes. You're right. And you, when, when Susan said it, when Susan's like, and also like she's in, what's the name of their girl group? You know, SARS, what's it called? Oh. They're called Askin. Yeah, you're Askin. We're Askin, telling. Askin, we're telling. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy and Susan are part of Askin. You know, like, listen, it's like in wrestling. I, I trust if you're in the NWO, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, like if you're, you know, I, I trust, you know, a, a member of the team, you know, so, um, yeah, so that we so that gets squashed, you know, like immediately by Kathy in the most Kathy way. I don't and honestly, yeah. I don't think Teresa has the wherewithal to like answer back to that. I think she would go, Good. I I, I actually yeah, trust. She just wants to be done with it. Right. Teresa truly wants to be done with it, I think, because she's over it. So now we get into a culture clash. It's the Susan has gas montage. Now, this went way longer than I could have ever imagined and got borderline gross, um, borderline a a, a a a a Latino Italian war of a certain type. Like it got into meatballs versus It was the guac. guacamole. No it was the meatballs. Right. No it was the guacamole. It was very what? funny. It was like the openness with which gas is talked about because it's called gas, I think. Like, I think something about calling it yeah. gas opens it up to, like, it's not like I have to take a shit. It's, I got yeah, a little it's gas. Not, I'm farting. Right. It's gas. And I guess Susan blamed the guacamole that Edith made. Um, and Edith was blaming, saying it was the meatballs that. Susan made. Kathy said it was the meatballs. Everybody was saying it was the meatballs. She goes, no, it was the guac. It's the guac. So there were sides taken. 
arguments had, love was lost. What did you think of the Susan I, shits her pants packet? I mean, I just, I love, it just shows how much these women don't care. It's like, right. this. listen, this is what it is at this age. We can talk about it openly and freely. This isn't embarrassing. We're all doing it. Right. I mean, she even tells, she even tells, um, Gary, Gary, when they're yeah. having a conversation, goes, I have really bad gas. I don't know. <laughs> because she said she accidentally let one slip out right. while they were talking. And and I'm like dying. they said that she was taking her ass and putting it out the door to like let it outside. You know, like <laughs> And then I spent the weekend in Vegas and couldn't poop for four days. Right. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Listen, we all got our problems. I had crabbed it in <laughs> Baltimore and it almost ruined my life. So I <laughs> I will say it was a fun moment. I couldn't believe how long it went. The guacamole versus um, versus meatball the debate meatballs. rages on. The I I Edith just to come back to Edith. She was a big part of this episode. She wasn't really a big part of like she was a big part of the show because I think like her look, like kind of yeah like, because she was glamorous. Uh-huh. Right. I think her look kind of gave way to like being on camera like. You know, like you kind of like zone in on her, especially like with the age thing. You kind of like just notice her because you're like, uh, yeah, she's like a supermodel, basically. Um, So but it was interesting to see like it's funny, like you're in a house of all women who and Jesse Palmer even says this. He's like, all of you over the years have become fantastic cooks like you've cooked for maybe your family or something. Oh, right. Yeah. And it is funny to see a whole house of like recipes come together. Like, I mean, the way all they were making at um, what was it? It was like shrimp or something. Right. Um, In past during seasons. the regular bachelor right. seasons. And then these women are making meatballs and uh, <laughs> guacamole. And I'm sure they're making a ton of different things because they want to like show off right. in front of each and, other. And also like, you know, moms generally just keep busy. Like, you know, yes. moms just like they're cleaning something. They're taking your stuff. You know, they're Always. going through your garbage. They're, so if you're in a house that you're not really, you know, responsible for, what are you going to do? How do you keep the, the hands moving? Let's make some food, you know? So it's also interesting this section because it just shows how little there is to talk about. Right. And to <laughs> do like, we have to do a whole section on guacamole oh. gas because we have nothing else. And and did this episode, I, I guess we get the screener. So, but it was longer. I mean, is this an hour and a half tonight? Yeah, this is a bit longer. This was like, um, I think it said when we were watching, it was like 55 minutes. So without the commercials, I think it is like an hour and a half. Yeah. So Something I mean. Something like that. It, it is interesting that they like went away from the hour thing. I, I'm with you. I don't know if they needed to do that. But like, again, no. like we get to a Kris Jenner cameo. Like Chris Jenner get, comes on. There's an admission that she looks a lot like uh, like Susan. Um, she loves Susan. I didn't know the Kardashians Obsessed were big fans with that. Well, the Kardashians are big fans of The Bachelor. They even mentioned it on a recent season that like Kim might go on. There was like an April Fool's prank that she right. would go on. Um, what did you think of the Chris Jenner cameo? Uh, and weirdly done on Jesse's phone for some reason. Like, why yeah. not just put it on the big screen? I think he was trying to make it seem as though it was like such a personal message. Like, you know what? I'm going to show you this on my phone. Right. Like, make it not seem necessary. more casual. <laughs> like, not necessary. None of us needed that. Like, we, like, I'd rather watch it up on the big screen. Right. Whatever. But 
I mean, I thought it was sweet. I love the Kardashians. I, I just love them in general. And so seeing Kris Jenner comment on it, we also saw a picture of Chris and Gary at some point that was floating around the internet that I think he like went to her house or whatever, but they met and I loved it. <laughs> it, it. It is interesting to me, like just from like, if I remove myself from it, like I, I the Kardashians are great. Like there's nothing, you know, wrong with yeah. them. I, I'm, 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 I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I was like, I'm not a hater of the Kardashians. It is interesting that like the weight Chris Kardashian has to even Chris these Jenner. women or Chris Jenner, <laughs> sorry, but Perfect. to these women, like <laughs> for them to be like, like the queen showed up, you know, to bring back the regalness. Like oh, yeah. when she shows up, it was like, it was a little bit like Hannah Brown showing up to Bachelor in Paradise. Like, Oh, like we've been graced with the presence, you know, like, I mean, they're all the same age. They're all the right. same age. You know, Chris and all the women are the same exact age. And so seeing her is like if Kim or Kylie were to pop up on, um, you know, one of the regular bachelorette mm. seasons or bachelor seasons. And I, I love that she, she did that. And giving Susan that shout out was probably I mean, loving her hair. Susan's gonna take that recording and never and never. It's like the best cameo <laughs> right. um, video that you didn't have to pay for. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we go to the Joan section of the show. Um, what did you think of the Joan stuff? I, I mean, it was obviously very sad because we find out that her daughter had a really serious case of postpartum depression and had to go home. And she said it made it harder um, how Gary reacted because he was so understanding. She was like, because now I see him as how great of a father and partner he would be, etc. cetera. I, I still don't know if Joan, I know Joan got a lot of hype. I still don't know if I want Joan to be our next golden bachelorette i know that she got a lot of oh let's we love joan make her the next golden bachelorette i'm like i don't really know i don't i didn't feel anything with her so i don't want to look at the risk of sounding bad and like a hater i didn't buy joan's whole thing she might buy it but i didn't buy it mm. like i think she buys her own bullshit but i didn't buy it i i i and i don't I don't mean to be Mr. Negative. I love this episode. I love all the women. I'm with you. There wasn't a lot of personality in Joan. You know, to me. No. Like, like I, I, I'd much rather Susan as the friend of the sitcom be the lead than Joan to me. I'm with you. 
Um, yeah, I had no a- attachment to her at all. I feel very sorry for her daughter and the postpartum, you know, and I'm, I don't yeah, I'm, I don't have any relation to that or know what that's like. It didn't seem like Joan was too into Gary. And it seems like Joan, her kind of retelling of it of like, I'd like to find someone like, yeah, of course you'd like to find someone like Gary that you're into. Like, I, I don't know. It, yes. it, it, it didn't seem like she and, and Gary. I'm not sure if he said this on camera or off. Jorge would might have to remind me if he's here. Um, but Gary pushed for a date with Joan. That was after the talent show. Oh. He said that he didn't. The the producers were like kind of pushing him in another direction. He made a point to get a date with Joan. Like he really wanted to meet her more. Oh, wow. And so they had that date and then she leaves right after it. So like, you know, so maybe so if we look at like th- if we take that into consideration, like you have someone pushing for a date with you, you go on that date you go, uh, this guy obviously has a thing for me. I better get out of here. Like, I, I think that's as worthy a yeah. conspiracy as anything else. I don't, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn to, like, maybe think that no. might have been what happened. I will say, you know, then Joan brings up being invisible. And, like, listen, I can... I, I, I had trouble buying that as well. I understand, like, you get to a certain age, you can feel that way, but, like... Uh-huh. I can't really sit here in a country where every politician is the same age as the people on The Golden Bachelor and TV is literally made for them. They're the biggest generation. The you know the mm-hmm. you know the I listen not to go on like shit talking boomers, you know, you know section of this, but like I don't buy the invisibility thing. I don't, you know, your buying power's huge, your 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 generation's huge, you're on TV. This show is happening. It is a response to how big your generation is. I do understand feeling invisible as a older woman who's single. That can be true. But like, I don't know. I wasn't buying the sob story. I'm, I'm sorry to be the hater. I wasn't either. I wasn't either. Also with her, I mean, it's not like she's some like little random. She's gorgeous. You know, 67. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely. She looks like Barbie. Right. She's so like, yeah, maybe, you know, and I would assume you've been hot you know, conventionally hot your whole entire life. So I do understand when you get older as the hottest person in your generation for 50 years, you go, I'm so invisible. You know, 20 year old guys don't want to fuck me anymore. It's like, okay, I I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not like, we can't just ignore the reality that this is like one of the most beautiful women in their sixties I've ever seen telling me she feels invisible. I, I don't doubt that she feels that way, but I doubt the relatability a little bit that that I I this is it's a little off. I was watching it going I can't believe I'm annoyed I, I like you know the two the, know. the you know the, the the past two presidents are your age like it's like you are represented like it's like it's not like you know we you know if you're gonna talk about invisible generations let's talk about Gen X you know no one even talks about Gen X you know we had Kurt Cobain and that was it. So that's an invisible generation. They had no online personality. They have no online presence. We never hear from Gen X. We can, you know, we, we even know what Gen X is. Right, get out where of here. That exists. So, like, if anyone's invisible, it's Gen X. I, I, I have to say. So, like, um, <laughs> end of rant for Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so now we go to happier, or happier, but like more uh, relatable. Ellen comes to the couch now. 
And again, we talked a little bit about this and the tearjerker. Ellen is like, again, I could see her being the golden bachelorette. The story. Here's what I would say. And you brought up cameo before. Like, Mm -hmm. here's the thing. This made me feel so good about friends sharing this show in whatever way they do. Like if I know, you know, like us chit chatting about The Bachelor, you can say whatever you want. It's a little embarrassing to be like, yeah, I have a podcast that talks about The Bachelor and Bachelorette. But what a beautiful thing. And I remember. So I'll I'll tell a brief story to kind of relate it to this. I remember. Let's hear it. When Cameo came out during the pandemic, I was they (laughs) they started getting in touch with me like the Cameo people. Did they ever get in touch with you? Yeah, I got a few cameo like requests, and I was like, "Please from from me from the people that work there, right?" No, well, p- yes, from the people that work there. But I also got they had me create an account, right? And people reached out for actual cameo. So when cameo came out, they had all these people that work there that would like DM you and text you, and I used to delete the D. First, they would DM you, and I would delete the DMs. I'd be like, "Who the fuck am I to go on cameo? Yeah. Who's gonna pay?" For exactly. me to say hello to them. And then, I, you know, over the months, you keep getting these DMs. And, like, finally, I'm like, what is this? Like, I, I get curious. Listen, I get DMs asking people to say hello to you from them. Right. <laughs> They're like, will you tell Jared I said? And I'm like, sure. But I, <laughs> Let me send the message. I, I felt like my dad after show. My dad goes, I go, I take pictures after shows. My dad's like, who would want a picture with you? And I'm like, I don't know. And it was the same for Cameo. I was like. Who would pay for this? And then the cameo people, I get on the phone with them, they explain the whole thing, and I go, I guess I'll do it, whatever. And then yeah. I did it, and I, my whole perspective changed because I was like, oh, now I get it because it was like two friends who were sending each other my stuff. They had a, a communication mm-hmm. via shit that I put out there that like I'm putting out there to be shared but I didn't even like yeah but like the way internet sharing goes it's like very you know you know from desk to desk in the in the in the cafeteria it's very like on the sly it's very like personal and private and to see Ellen and Roberta who had this like very long relationship but also like it involved like chit chats about the bachelor and a very personal thing it made me think of like when someone gets a cameo from some random idiot like me and the two friends go oh my god it's our thing you know it made me think of ellen and roberta it's our thing and how many people out there that share this show as a device to keep in touch with old friendships it was just that was like the part of it like of course roberta passing and the story is so sad but like the heartwarming part to me was like this show serves as like such a nice device and a distraction to like talk to a friend that maybe it would you know you have nothing else to talk about with. You know what I mean? I don't know. That was like my takeaway. I totally I totally under I get that and I agree because you know you have all the people that are like, well, I don't watch The Bachelor, right? right? You know, all the the haters out there and you know, we watch The Bachelor every week obviously, but even like I get up super early to talk about this and yes, it's like a job, but I love talking about right. it with you. It's like fun and it gets it out of my system because this is one of those shows that you 
you kind of have to do with someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, it's hard, it's weird watching The Bachelor alone. It's weird watching alone. I even do it like I'll watch the episodes ahead of time. We'll record, but I'll still watch them on Thursday with my roommate and my friends, right. even though I've already seen it because it feels good to watch it with other people or talk about it or be online. I can't tweet anymore. So I was kicked off Twitter. So. <laughs> another podcast for another day. I, it's yeah. fodder. It's 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 stuff to talk about that's not your own problems. It it you can be related yeah. to your own problems. Again, I'm relating this to like, you know, cameo. I, I it's just like I I remember like the warm feeling I got that like people would be like when they sent someone a cameo. It was like I was the vessel that kept them talking and chit chatting. And like, how cool is that? And that's yeah, kind of the bachelor for that. you know Ellen and Roberta. Like that was like, and so like it was cool to see. Like it, it it was again, 80 for Brady. I keep bringing up that movie, but like it was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, oh, my God, the thing we've been following our whole lives together. There's an opportunity for one of us to go on. Like I kept imagining Ellen and Roberta at home being like, send it in. Do it. You're you know, why wouldn't you know, like I kept thinking about that. My eyes are getting watery <laughs> thinking about that. All right, I'll stop. So Roberta's daughter is there to surprise her. And then Jerry comes in. Crowd goes wild. Uh, he's got a dad tie on. And there's a big, we got a good big dog Jerry moment. He's like, I. He's like, when I saw these women, granddaughters be damned. <laughs> big dog Gary. Big dog got to eat. Got to eat. Got to eat. Big dog got to eat. He even came out. Gary was like, Gary was like, um, I just love all these women. I love every single one of them. Right. I just loves love them, all. them. And he was, <laughs> loves them all. He's in love with all of them. I was like, I can't with this guy. And the women. He really does just give off this uh, fun bachelor kind of vibe. And uh, Big Dog got to eat. Big I Dog Gary. Gary. He is uh, next level. The dog pound was woofing. And he's always wearing. He's always wearing like a suit that looks a little too big. So he and came the shoulders, into the office like the shoulder pads. Hold on. He came in the office tags still on the suit. I'm so mad at him. Bring this up in the interview in the inside of his jacket. The tags are still on. I was like, what? What are you returning this? What are you? What's going on? Big dog. He's going to put on his walking shoes, grab his hot dog and go back to Nordstrom and take the suit jacket back after he's done with press. <laughs> ah, Yeah, you're right. He doesn't have money for this. I know. It was a big dog, Gary, going straight back to Filene's <laughs> basement. Literally got to eat. Yeah. So he's got to take that, take that suit back. jacket back. I wish I had grabbed the inside of his jacket just to have that on camera. Like, I'm so mad at myself. Like, <laughs> Gary, what is it, $14.99 at Men's Warehouse? Literally. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We go to the rose ceremony, and it's uh, Leslie, Teresa, and Faith, and then he sends Faith home. I was surprised. What did you think? Sending I was Faith surprised. Home. I can't believe he chose Leslie. That was weird to me. Had he already chosen Leslie and it was between Teresa and Faith, right? He had already chosen Leslie. And I think he chose Leslie because that was the last woman he had an encounter with, like Mm. on the dates. Like she was top of mind. Because I think if it were Faith, that was the last one that he would had an encounter with, like had that last date with, I think he would have chosen her. I don't know why he chose Leslie. It doesn't hit like Teresa and Faith do. Really? So that's the one that surprised you of the three? Of the Leslie two. Leslie was the one that surprised me. I cannot believe he sent Faith home. I'm actually shocked. They were they made out in front of their kids and said I love you in front of her kids. I know. And that's crazy. I, to me, I think what got Gary out from Faith, I think it was logistics more than romantics. I think it was mm. when she said I my horse is buried here. I'd be like, we're very different people. That would be the moment. Yeah. When she said, like, someone DM me, they're like, they, it was very funny. They were like, yeah, but Gary's wife is buried somewhere else. Like, it's a little different than your horse that's buried. Like, and, yeah, we can't, we got to make some real decisions here. Right. So if I went home with someone and they're like, well, I got to move back here. My horse is buried here. That sentence alone would show me that, like, we are not maybe maybe we're very different and it's this experience that's making me fall for them. Like if we had met in any yeah. other circumstance, I'd be like, this crazy chick is talking about her dead horse. Like, I, I don't know. Like I, I would be kind of jolted into reality. You know what I mean? Like how could, I mean, her life is very in- intense. Like she's riding, we were talking about, she's riding her horse to the grocery store. Like Gary's not taking a horse to the grocery store. Someone else also messaged me that like they live in the town too and they're like that's not a thing <laughs> like that's not like, <laughs> they're like i don't know maybe you could ride a horse to the grocery store like i don't know like but it was like but no yeah they were like that's crazy talk but um yeah i i and then faith comes out and sits down and she's very emotional and like you know gary's emotional and she says i love I mean, you they both cry she i mean yeah, i know she literally, when they get, you know, they, they, Gary and Faith, they like one thing together, a fun whisper talk. I will say that. They love a, a whisper sexy talk because they had another one of those like they did in front of the family. And she's like, she says, I love you still. And you go, hey, I feel for Faith. And it's like, you know, there's not a lot of life left to like sit there like mourning a breakup, you know, but. She does say she's inspired. Like she has the same kind of like talking points that all the other women have that like Gary showed me I can love again. I deserve it. But it does seem like Faith was like. She kept bringing up that she felt bad for her kids. And I'm like, I don't know about that. You know, that was. a Yeah, I mean, sure. But she's like, yeah, my kids are worried about me. But your kids also don't. It happens. We've all been through breakups. It. This has nothing to do, honestly, with your kids. It's about you. Mm. So I don't know. I didn't like the using the kids as like 
And even, my, but even Gary said, like, I made, reasoning. I broke a promise to your kids. But it's like, that's not what this is about. Like, obviously, right. you know, obviously there was something more with the other women or like you saw life with them more than you saw with Faith. And like, you know, Faith is going to be fine. Like, I, I truly believe that in the same way that all these women are going to be fine. But it was, it, it was very sad. And, and, you know, she was definitely like hurting. And it was, there was, um, so many parts that was very relatable. It was very relatable. Like when she, um, when he came out and they sit, they finally sit down and she was like talking to him, but kept putting her hand on his leg. And she goes, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know how to not touch you, which is such a real thing. It's like meeting up, um, with an ex, like just to like chat or something afterwards, you know, like the skid marks that kind of come after breakups and talking about things. And you don't know how to, not interact with that person because that's all you've known. Right. Like as, they weren't friends before. Right, right, right. You only know each yeah. other as dating. They you know? only know yeah. each other. Right. So that was such a, I felt that I was like, damn, I know what that feels like. It's like seeing that person. Then you have to act completely different. How do you do that? How do you go back to being friends? I don't understand how people, when they go through breakups are able to go back to being friends with their significant other yeah like, i don't well, think it's gonna be that's... that way for them i think i think like this didn't no. have the feel of like maybe susan and the askin group but it didn't have the feel that like gary was gonna be in tiktoks with like his final three like especially no leslie Teresa, and faith especially like their place on the show felt different than the other women's place like the other women were like the fun women. Like Ellen could have been included in either group. Like Ellen could have been in the fun woman group or the I've fallen for Gary group. But like these three don't seem like they're going to like chit chat after this. It feels like they're going to like be a wife with Gary. They're they're Yeah, they're they're going in their separate ways. Right. I also want to know what do you think about like I want to know what the woman he chose, which we don't know yet. I want to know what she's thinking watching this. Watching them like sob in each other's arms. I think she understands chosen, it. I, you know what I mean? That comes up a lot. We've we've talked about that in other episodes, other versions of The Bachelor. Yeah. I think if you're her, you're watching and you, you kind of get it. Like, I think like you're okay. going like, I, you know, I think it's more about l- the loss of companionship than it is that they have this love that no one else can understand. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And yeah. Like so and and I think that's kind of the what we felt from all the women like they're like I'm inspired to find someone but I really want to find someone that can be a companion. You like it was Yeah, I don't know. I know what you're saying. I just in my head I I got like I was like oh god if I was his the one that he chose and he's sitting here crying in another woman's arms I'm like did he make the right decision is now is he questioning me? Right. Me I, I guess I saw it as like <laughs> well, I guess I saw it as him feeling hor- horrible that he hurt someone and hurt a family. Yeah, and then you're right. Her, That's totally yeah, it. Yeah, like I, I think she saw it as like this was someone, this is a boat that I missed. You know, it could have worked. Mm-hmm. I And I think like the idea of soulmates, like I think you see stuff like this and you go, it's just it could work with a different mates. You know, like it could be. And yeah. It just didn't work. You know, so we end the episode with bloopers. It's the first time I like bloopers. I got to say, I enjoyed them. Same. I, I, I usually hate bloopers. I loved it. These were the best I've ever seen. These were the best bloopers. I could have watched an entire episode on bloopers. Totally. Uh, 
what's her name farting um sandra sandra just so uh, doesn't care i mean the just longest fart like, ever I don't, I don't know if they were doing that like as a joke um the the Gary so 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 that was fun to Hilarious. like learn that little like tick that he kind of has. Um, it was great. It was just uh, a fun episode. A lot of stuff to talk about. And now we go to Costa Rica. Oh yeah! So we're getting into the fantasy suites. And I'm, big dog I'm gotta eat. Time for big week. dog. <laughs> It's supper time. It's supper time, supper time, time. baby. <laughs> time for Big Dog Gary get his. <gasps> I wonder what decision he's gonna make, like how he's going to. He's gonna decide to get blown. Handle this. Uh, that's that's the decision. Right. <laughs> so. Funny. Like I feel like he has to. He's like, this is my. Ch- I haven't been with a woman in. You know, they do the previews and it's talking about when's the last time you had sex. I, I mean, it comes up. It's uh, I can't. I'm excited. Leslie asked that. I'm sure it's <laughs> so pumped. So it's going to be a good one. So we'll be All with right. Big Dog next episode. Yes. So make sure you listen to Jared's interview with Gary. Um, we did have a Bachelor in Paradise episode out this week as well. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor, and you can follow me at K York City. Jared, what do you have going on this week? I'm in Toledo uh, tomorrow night if you're around Toledo. And then um, I'm going to be in Cincinnati Saturday night. I think it's a private show. K's hometown of the Natty. Cincinnati, I gotta get let's the po- go. I got to get the chili pasta so i can skyline chili yeah but don't get it before your show that that could also ruin your life i'll, I'll be turning <laughs> if you're not Susan. used to it <laughs> um <laughs> and then i'm in dania beach florida if you're listening um and you're in southeast florida dania beach for thanksgiving week so the whole week uh friday saturday and sunday after thanksgiving oh wow um yeah so get involved um and We'll be back uh, next week. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Batches.